Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to this most amazing podcast of episode of the podcast. It's a thing that I am talking to you right now. The first word is blood. B-L-O-O-D. It is the first form noun from before the 12th century. There's a bunch of definitions, so let's get into them. 1A1. The fluid that circulates in the heart, arteries, capillaries, and veins of a vertebrate animal carrying nourishment and oxygen to and bringing away waste products from all parts of the body. There is a great song by They Might Be Giants called The Blood Mobile. And if I am so inspired, maybe I will put a clip. But I should say that um, you need to hear the whole song because it, it's a very, it's a, it's a kid's song, by the way. Um, it's a good description of what the blood does um, throughout the body. And here we go with 1A2, a comparable fluid of an invertebrate. 1B, a fluid resembling blood. Number two, the shedding of blood, also the taking of life. 3A, synonym is lifeblood. There is a hyphen between the two words. And then just broadly, the word life. 3B, human stock or lineage, especially royal lineage, as in a prince of the blood. Um, Harry Potter has a book called Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Now we have 3C, relationship by descent from a common ancestor. Synonym is kinship. Now we have 3D, persons related through common descent. Synonym is kindred. Now we have 3E1, honorable or high birth or descent. 3E2, descent from parents of recognized breed or pedigree. 4A, blood regarded as the seat of the emotions. The seat of the emotions? Okay. And then we have the synonym temper. 4B is obsolete. We have the synonym lust. 4C, a showy, foppish man. Synonym is rake, R-A-K-E. I've never heard of that one. Number five, members of a team, staff, or organization. Uh, synonym is personnel, as in a company in need of new blood. Number six, a black American male. What? Okay, this uh, it says used especially among black people. Like, would that be like you're you're my blood? We're we're brothers. Um, I have an itch on my forehead. Uh, I don't know that that one's interesting. Uh, okay, oh maybe I wonder. I'm not going to get into that. All right, we have a phrase in one's blood, ingrained in one's nature, occurring as an innate or seemingly hereditary principle, inclination or talent. As in, with two parents who are painters, art is in her blood. I definitely think I have something of that in my blood with my parents both being very creative, uh, but I am not nearly as creative or artistic as they are, so it's only slightly in my blood. Um, okay, now we have the second form of blood. Oh, is there some etymology that we should say? Maybe. From Middle English, from Old English, blood, B-L-O-D, with a horizontal line over the O, akin to the Old High German bluot, which means blood. Now we have the second form of blood. It is a uh, transitive verb from 1590. One, to stain or wet with blood. Number two is archaic, and we have the number one definition for the word bleed. Number three, to expose a hunting dog, 
to sight, scent, or taste of the blood of its prey. And number four, to give experience to, as in troops blooded in battle. Blooded. I don't think I've seen it used like that. Now we have blood and guts, three words with hyphens. Apologies if any of you are a little bit squeamish. Let's see what the uh, definition says. This is an adjective from 1975. 1975, that seemed late. Marked by great vigor, violence, or fierceness. So it had nothing to do with actual blood and guts. But we have an example. Blood and guts competition. Next is bloodbath. One word, noun from 1814. Number one, a great slaughter. This is a little bit more descriptive than the last one. Number two, a a notably fierce, violent, or destructive contest or struggle. As in, the campaign has become a bloodbath. Two b a major economic disaster. As in, a market bloodbath. Next is bloodborne. Two words with a hyphen, and the word born ends with an E. Adjective from 1885. Carried or transmitted by the blood, as in a bloodborne disease. Also as in bloodborne pathogens. Now we have blood-brain barrier. Um, let's see. Blood-brain is two words with a hyphen, and then barrier is its own word. Uh, but I like to say blood-brain barrier. Noun from 1934. A naturally occurring barrier created by the modification of brain capillaries as by reduction in fenestration and formation of tight cell-to-cell contacts that prevents many substances from leaving the blood and crossing the capillary walls into the brain tissues. So, I probably should should have read that without the parentheses, but that's okay. In case you were curious, the part in parentheses said, as by reduction in fenestration and formation of tight cell-to-cell contacts. Fenestration, I think, is going to have something to do with a window or window-like structure. Not sure. Next is blood brother. Two words, noun from 1799. One, a brother by birth. Number two, one of two men pledged to mutual loyalty by a ceremonial use of each other's blood. And blood brotherhood is a noun. Next is blood cell. Two words. Cell is spelled S. No, it's not spelled with an S. C E L L. See, I'm a blockhead. Uh, this is a noun from 1834. A cell normally, normally present in blood. And if it's not present in blood, then there are some problems. Because why don't you have that cell in your blood? Or where did the cell go? Is it outside of the blood? That's a problem. You might want to get that looked at. Next is blood count. Two words, noun from 1876. The determination of the blood cells in a definite volume of blood. Also, the number of cells so determined. What? How many cells should you have in your blood count? Maybe I should go look that up. Next is blood curdling, one word, adjective from 1724, arousing fright or horror, as in blood curdling screams. Next is blood doping, two words, noun from 1971, a technique for temporarily improving athletic performance in which oxygen carrying red blood cells from blood previously withdrawn from an athlete are re injected just before an event called also blood packing. 
Next is Blooded. I read this earlier in an example. Uh, Blooded, blood with an E-D, adjective from 1572. One, having blood of a specified kind. And it says used in combination, as in cold-blooded. Number two, being entirely or largely purebred, as in a herd of blooded stock. Next is blood feud, noun from 1815. It's two words. A feud between different clans or families. Next is blood fluke. Two words. Fluke is F-L-U-K-E. Noun from 1871. And we have the synonym uh, I think I had this recently. Why can I not say this word? Uh, Schizosome. S-C-H-I-S-T-O-S-O-M-E. Um, did I have that in the bleed section? I have no idea. Uh, that is a weird word to me. Next is blood group. Two words, noun from 1916. One of the classes into which individuals or their blood can be separated on the basis of the presence or absence of specific antigens in the blood, called also blood type. And then in parentheses, after the word classes, it says, as those designated A, B, AB, or O. And then we have our final word for this episode. It is blood guilt. Just like it sounds, it's one word, B-L-O-O-D-G-U-I-L-T. Noun from 1593. Guilt resulting from bloodshed. Blood guiltiness is a noun, and blood guilty is an adjective. Um, well, what will I pick? Um, I think I will pick blood curdling as the word of the episode, because I think it's funny that the word curdling is in there, which reminds me of, like, curdled milk or something, which is gross, but also, you know, there's nothing better than a good blood curdling scream in a horror movie. That is it for this episode. We just finished page 133, and tomorrow's episode will start with blood... uh, Whoops. Uh, I was about to give away the word. Um, Episode 134, and it looks like there's some good ones. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Thank you and goodbye.